Welcome to the Career Expresso podcast. I'm Amanda, career and leadership coach and founder of Amanda Owen Me and Consulting. It's my mission to help women navigate the workplace with clarity and confidence so they can get the careers they truly deserve. In each weekly episode, I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies to help you be more successful and tackle some of those tough workplace topics. Whether you're early on in your career, returning from a break or stepping into your first leadership role, I'm here to help you take control of your career. Quite simply, it's work and careers done your way in the same time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Let's jump right in and get to work on the career you know you deserve. Welcome to episode six of Career Espresso. Today, I'm looking at how you can ask for feedback at work. Do you ever find yourself steering away from asking for feedback at work? fearful of what you might hear and whether the structure will actually do much to help you in the long term. There's been numerous articles and books published on the subject of leaders and how they should give feedback. But I think that this is kind of missing the point. The real art and what makes a massive difference is in how you receive that feedback. Easy to say, I know, but why can feedback feel so very scary and threatening? So I was thinking back the other day to when I first became a manager. To say I felt anxious the first time I had to give feedback to someone as a manager was an understatement. And I'm almost sure that this level of anxiety and concern came across quite clearly as I was sitting in that one-to-one meeting. But why does it matter so much to get this right? Feedback is essential for a healthy organisational culture to enable us to work effectively with others. Being afraid of feedback can often create that culture of sidestepping it, avoiding it until there's a time when it becomes inevitable and we can't avoid it anymore. And quite often this will happen during maybe a one-to-one, a staff review or a staff performance review. Then guess what? All of those remarks you've been saving up are dropped at once and the feedback comes across like a poorly timed word bomb. Once it's dropped, it explodes and leaves a messy situation behind. And guess what? That mess can be hard to clear up or forget. At least that's what I observed from spending time working with teams and organisations where it hasn't gone so well. I still remember the time that I was sent on an executive coaching program. And part of this, as often is, was a 360 assessment where basically, if you've never done one of these before, it's an opportunity to get feedback from your direct reports, more senior managers than you, other stakeholders, maybe even customers. So it's quite big. Lots of feedback was provided by members of my team as part of this process. And I was quite excited about this. I was looking forward to what I was going to find out. I saw it as a learning opportunity. I'd always prided myself on developing my leadership abilities and felt that I was quite open to feedback. But when I sat down with the report when it arrived, I immediately felt myself becoming defensive, angry, and then dismissive. And what wound me up even more was that the feedback was anonymous. If this was what people thought of me, why hadn't they bothered to tell me face to face instead of hiding behind an online questionnaire? In my mind, this made it feel 10 times worse than it actually was and almost like a betrayal. I'd spent so much time trying to be open with my team and worked on building their trust. But in truth, I was struggling to hear constructive feedback as a manager when it was right in front of me. But why is it so darn hard to receive that constructive feedback? Research shows that we subconsciously protect ourselves from negative feedback. Think fight or flight mode as we see it as a threat. 
a threat to our safety. Biologically, it's hard for us to rewire that primal instinct that once kept us safe, but now gets in the way. And it means quite often that we go into that defensive mode. But how do we avoid doing that when constructive feedback comes our way? Imagine if you could see feedback as a gift to help your career grow instead of a messy threat. How great would that be? We all need feedback to learn and grow. But when was the last time that you actively went and sought it out at work? If, like most of us, you wait until your mid-year or annual review, you might not be getting enough of it to help you grow in your career. But what to do if your manager isn't always that forthcoming and doesn't provide regular pointers and advice? How do you encourage them to give you more? One way to get feedback is to pose very specific questions. The worst thing anyone can do is go, do you have any feedback for me? It's such a broad question and the answer is likely to be, no, I don't, which isn't exactly helpful. One easy way to frame the questions if you're starting out in terms of getting feedback is to use something called the traffic light approach. So think about traffic lights. So you've got your red, green and amber. It's three simple questions that leave you in a positive frame of mind with clear actions you can take away and start working on so you can do something with it. So start with red. What should I stop doing or do less of? Things that aren't going so well and maybe require urgent attention. Amber, what should I keep doing? These are things that maybe you've started recently, they're going well, and you know, you're looking to continue them. Green, what should I start doing? So these are things that you're not doing at all at the moment, and it would be good to start introducing them to start doing them. There are also some important principles to keep front of mind when it comes to asking for feedback at work. Do understand the kind of feedback that you want whether it's coaching, praise, or an evaluation of recent work, know what you want. Do ask for that feedback in real time. This will create an improved feedback loop in future. You're doing it in real time. You're acting on it on real time. You're not saving it up and waiting. Do pose specific questions that are designed to gain useful information and examples. As we've just said with the traffic light approach, this is not a time to be vague. Don't just stick to asking your boss for feedback. Try and broaden the perspective. Ask colleagues, stakeholders and clients so you can get that rounded opinion. A bit like doing your own 360 review. Don't think that you've got to schedule a formal meeting to get that feedback. You can have brief informal coaching moments, after meetings or even over coffee. Don't rely maybe on email to get that feedback and especially when you're working remotely. You can always pick up the phone too, even if you're working at home. Feedback is often better delivered verbally than over an email, especially when you're starting out. I'd like to leave you with this week's career coaching question. Requesting feedback should be something that you do strategically to support your career development goals. But as we've said, this requires some thought and planning on your part. You can't just jump in and do it. So this week, ask yourself this question. What are the biggest areas of concern and opportunity in my career where regular feedback would really help me. I'd love to know how you get on with this question. That's everything for today's episode. And thanks for listening to Career Espresso. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps my show to grow, not to mention giving feedback to make future episodes more useful to you. And don't forget to share the show details with your friends and colleagues. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn 
by email and at amandaroemian.com. All of the details are in the show notes. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode too. And if you want to take control of your career and maybe you're not sure how to get started, why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now.